0: Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to a five part podcast series I am putting on this week around the issue of what is a corporate monitor. This podcast series is sponsored by Affiliated Monitors, which was founded in 2004 and provides independent integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally across all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitors on matters ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in over 700 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help you improve your company's ethics and compliance programs, visit their website, www.affiliatedmonitors.com. This week, together with Vincent deciani the CEO of Affiliated Monitors, and Eric Feldman, SVP at Affiliated Monitors, we're going to take a look at five separate topics of what is a corporate monitorship. We're going to start with that topic, then move to what is a post-resolution corporate monitorship, then consider what is a pre-settlement monitorship, In episode four, we are going to consider what issues a company should consider when thinking about retaining a monitor. And finally, in episode five, we'll consider monitorship costs and how this issue should be handled. It's a fascinating exploration of really that basic question what is a corporate monitor? How can you use it? This is the podcast series which every compliance practitioner needs to listen to so that you'll have a fuller understanding of what a monitorship is and how you can use a monitorship, hopefully before you get to the point where you're in an FCPA violation. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist. This special five-part episode of What is a Corporate Monitor is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I am here with a five-part episode about corporate monitorship. Over the this five podcast series, I am joined by Vincent Deciani, the president and founder of Affiliated Monitors Inc., and Eric Feldman, the senior vice president of Affiliated Monitors. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to podcast number two about corporate monitorships. Today, I have with me Eric Feldman. Eric is a senior vice president, and managing director on corporate ethics and compliance programs for Affiliated Monitors Inc., and we're going to visit. On the topic, what is a post resolution monitorship? So, Eric, welcome. Uh, thank you for taking the time to visit with me. And we'll, let's just jump right into it. Uh, could you explain what a post resolution monitorship is?
1: Sure, Tom. Thanks for having me. Um, so, a post resolution monitorship uh, is essentially uh, a situation where a government agency Uh, and a private organization, it could be a uh, a corporation, it could be a nonprofit organization, Um, as a requirement of settling some kind of a dispute or a matter between those two entities, the company and the regulator agrees that they're going to use a monitor to ensure that any specific conditions – of the agreement to settle the matter are met. So the monitor is brought on uh, usually uh, with the joint agreement of both parties. Sometimes it's imposed, uh, and at times that could be in the case of a court order. Uh, But often it is the agreement of both parties that we're going to bring in this third party entity to make sure that whatever we agree to, to settle this matter, uh, is in fact being done the way the government agency expects it to be done. Um, there are a variety of scenarios that uh, can be used in a, in a post-resolution monitorship. Uh, the most typical one that, that uh, I guess is, is well-known are enforcement scenarios uh, under the uh, Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, as an, as an example. Uh, The Department of Justice uh, will uh, investigate companies for violations of the FCPA uh, for uh, bribery. Uh, Sometimes it's done on the Securities and Exchange Commission side um, for the books and records provisions of the FCPA. Um, Other kinds of enforcement scenarios would involve state attorneys general that perhaps are investigating and settling cases with companies involving consumer protection, could be civil rights kinds of cases, Uh, state regulatory boards, medical boards, and other types of licensure institutions in in various states. Uh, They could sign agreements that require a monitor to monitor the conditions of those agreements. And then you have the court-ordered enforcement scenario where, uh, as a result of a court-ordered settlement, uh, a monitor is required to report uh, to the court and both parties on the uh, the party's compliance with that particular agreement. Uh, affiliated monitors is the court-appointed independent compliance auditor or monitor. Sometimes the terminology is a little bit different for uh, a company called Herbalife. Uh, It was a settlement between Herbalife and the Federal Trade Commission. Uh, And that is an enforcement scenario where we were the auditor or monitor uh, to do that. There are also some other scenarios uh, where a post-resolution monitorship might be appropriate. Um, Merger conditions. Uh, So we're the monitor of uh, the merger conditions between DirecTV and AT&T. Actually, it was at acquisition of DirecTV. Um, we were the uh, selected to be the monitor uh, under the agreement that at and had with the FCC. Uh, they had a number of different conditions in order to affect the merger, and um, And those conditions are being monitored by affiliated monitors. Uh, There, there was no enforcement. There was no wrongdoing. uh, There was no settlement, per se. But there was a regulatory action on the part of a federal commission that decided, we're going to put some conditions on this thing. And we're going to have a third-party monitor post-resolution to look at this.
0: Eric, would the post-resolution monitorship also lend itself to a resolution of a dispute between private parties? And and here I'm thinking of perhaps a shareholder derivative action where a corporation agrees to take certain actions or or even even two individuals or two organizations.
1: Yeah, you know, that is the um, amazing thing about the monitoring concept. Tom, you really touched upon something that is is very interesting. Is that the applications uh, and uses of using a an independent, credible third party uh, to facilitate uh, the the resolution of disputes? the The number of circumstances is is infinite, and there are lots of different ways where having a third party come in, just like a in many cases, an, an arbitrator helps to resolve issues. Often a, a monitor could come in, collect information on what one or both of the parties are doing to help facilitate a settlement. So, yes, uh, that could certainly be a, um, an application of the post-resolution monitorship. There are also some other kinds of things like consumer protection issues. Um, we've done cases uh, where state AGs have done investigations of consumer protection and there's a secret shopper uh, kind of role for a monitor. And that's another way monitors can be used to determine whether a, an organization is in fact doing what it's supposed to be doing.
0: And not to go completely meta here, but it just dawned on me that perhaps you could even have a post-resolution monitorship for the resolution of one issue that could uh, be a part of a pre-settlement monitorship. And we're going to talk, take up pre-settlement monitorships in a separate episode. But the example I was thinking of, Eric, is where there is a shareholder derivative action of a... FCPA case prior to the resolution with the government, so that a shareholder action could specify a monitor and the monitor's not only findings but the monitor's work in the post-resolution monitorship of the shareholder action could form the basis of uh, a resolution with the government and perhaps uh, other issues as well.
1: That's a very creative uh, use use of the of the tool. Um, you know, and, and the biggest, uh, I think, the biggest impediment. To using it really is um, the knee jerk reaction that some organizations have to having a third party look under the hood of the car. Uh, and a lot of organizations just um, are afraid of having a monitor walk in the door and look at and discover things that perhaps um, were unknown or may in their view, be outside the scope of what they're supposed to look at. And that sort of gets into the selection process of what kind of a monitor you you uh, will engage. That also gets to how you define the role of the monitor and ensuring that the role is clearly and well-defined within whatever agreement resolves the matter. But yes, um, it, the the use of that monitor can be a tool that adds value to the organization, even in post-resolution matters. In terms
0: of uh, the scope, uh, I guess what I'm hearing is it works in a civil setting, it works in a criminal setting, and it may work in in something that uh, we we haven't even articulated yet because of the independent nature of the monitor and the information that the monitor generates. Would that be a fair statement?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, And you know, if if you can uh, identify any common characteristic of very, very diverse monitorships in diverse, uh, diverse industries, uh, and diverse locations around the world where we perform them, uh, the single common um, characteristic is independence, and and it is very similar to. My uh, my past career in the federal government, where I was a federal IG, it's the independence and objectivity that creates the value of the information that the monitor collects and provides.
0: Well, Eric, unfortunately, we're near the end of our time, but I've been visiting with Eric Feldman, the Senior Vice President and Managing Director of Corporate Ethics and Compliance Programs for Affiliated Monitors, and we've been taking a look at the Uh, What is a post-resolution monitorship? Eric, thank you. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you've enjoyed this exploration of what is a corporate monitor. I hope you join us again for another episode. If you have any questions, you can reach me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. If you have any questions around what is a corporate monitor, please check out Affiliated Monitor's website, www.affiliatedmonitors.com. Thanks again for listening.